Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all, welcome to The Nod, a black culture podcast brought to you by Blackness's biggest fans. I am one, my name is Brittany Luce. And I'm Eric Ennings. And today we have yet another installment of the best of The Nod as chosen by you, our listeners. Yes, we just keep giving you more and more hotness. This is Ellen. I am currently in Wisconsin, but I would say I'm from Texas. I love the Moon Oint episode because, I mean, honestly, that theme song is so iconic. I will randomly just walking down the hallway at least once a week, just randomly under my breath, or sometimes not so under my breath, just be like, Moon Oink. And it's really great. That's all y'all that I have to say. All right. Love y'all. Bye. Today, we have a special guest here. Very special guest. Giving us a hot story on a platter. That we know nothing about. We know nothing about it. (laughs) Yes. Hi, my name is Cher Vincent, and I am a producer from Chicago. Welcome, Cher. Welcome. Thank you. Chi-town. Coming home again. Just like Kanye, right? (laughs) Chicago. Get it? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to talk to you guys about this beloved grocery store. For a long time, this place was a huge part of Black life in Chicago. For me and lots of folks like me, it was called Moo and Oink. Moo Moo and and Oink. Oink. Yes, it was around when I was a kid, and it was a Black institution. They had four locations in predominantly Black neighborhoods. Uh Uh-huh. My family always went to the Moon Oink at the corner of 71st and Stony Island. And folks there knew our names. They were like, oh, the Vincents are here? Let's get these packets ready for y'all. Aw. We would go there every Sunday, usually to get a big bag of chicken wings and veggies. Mm. It was hard to get fresh food on the South Side. But at Moon Oink, you could. We were on food stamps at the time. And when we went there, they served us with respect and a smile. But the thing Moon Oink was most known for was its TV commercial, mostly because it was the closest thing you could get to being a viral video. So it was high quality. <laughs> as far as content, yes. Um, as far as, like, catchiness, absolutely. Like, it's an earworm. And it was made in 1982, 
and visually, it's something to behold. Uh, the commercial has this massive costumed cow and pig dancing the same choreography as these little kids in these really funny 1980s sweaters dancing around in aisles in this grocery store. People are waving. People are dancing. People are having the best time in their life. And you just have to experience this commercial for yourself. Wait, you have the commercial? YouTube. Got this dude smiling, packing chicken wings to a bag. Somebody did a high kick. Give me a wave if you like catfish. Jump up if it's your favorite dish. It is my favorite dish. This is so beautiful. There's people dancing in the aisle and at the cashier. This is not a real thing. It is 30 seconds. Of perfection. Oh my God. So wait, all, all due respect, all due oh respect God. to lift every voice and sing. How has this not become the Black National Anthem? The deep question. They said, they said jump if catfish is your favorite dish. Yo, it really is though. Uh, I loved this. It was such a cultural touchstone, not just for my childhood, but for so many people in Chicago, um, to the point where like SNL spoofed it. Have you guys ever even been to the South Side? Hells yeah! We're South Side all the way, yo! I buy all my meats on the South Side, right? Moo and oink, moo, moo, moo and oink. It is just a huge Chicago thing. Everyone knows about moo and oink, mostly because of these commercials are so catchy. Like, yeah. Yeah, I already you're humming say it. it in your head right now. I bet yeah. you are. I was like, moo and oink. Yeah, so the commercials left their mark on the city. I remember feeling like many of the Chicago commercials for local businesses were geared toward a white audience. But the Moonlight commercials seemed to be catered to a black audience. Mm. It seemed to be catered to me. But mostly, it was just a really great grocery store. They had, you know, one of the few places in the city where you can get legit chitlins. Mm. Mm. By the bucket. Nice. That's the only way it should come. Yes, exactly. So they were known for their hot links, which were... Fire. Mm. They were super crunchy and juicy, and they were made with these special moon oink spices. My dad used to get them for summer cookouts, and I basically lived off of their chicken tenders in high school. You loved yourself. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> and it was one of the few places in the city where you could get fresh food using WIC or food stamps and get bang for your buck, at least in the 90s when I was growing up. Yeah. And it was a tradition of it all. Especially on Sundays, you go to church, you go to Moo and Oink, and, you know, you make your dinner. Sadly, though, roughly six years ago, they all closed down. Oh, wow. Yeah. R.I.P. Moo and Oink, the store. But in 2011, a group actually came in and bought the brand and all of Moo and Oink's recipes. And that's when I saw the news that for the first time, Moo and Oink was owned by a black family. Wait. Whoa. Yeah. That's right. This store, so closely associated with black people in Chicago, so closely associated with my childhood in Chicago, have been run by a white family all this time. So wait, so... All this time. Because in the commercial, they had the older black couple, they were hugging, I think it was either a head of cabbage or a bundle of collard greens. (laughs) They smiled at the camera and I was like, oh, that must be the people that own this. Yeah. So the whole time, it had been owned by a white family. And they called it Moo and Oink, and they put them in the hood. Yep. 
Because you would think just like the commercial is so black. It's very good. Yeah. Like he's like, the guy is like smiling with the chicken, putting the chicken wigs in the bag. Like, I'm like, I want to be that guy's friend. Yeah. Did did everybody know this? No. Like, Moon Oink was basically synonymous with Black Chicago for over 35 years. I imagine the owner being a Steve Harvey type, but once I found out he wasn't, I wanted to know who was actually behind the company and this iconic commercial. I mean, the thing about the commercial, the commercial's, like, it's... It it doesn't feel inauthentic. That's, yeah. the, that's the way to describe it. Exactly. It does not feel inauthentic. Exactly. And that was by design. That was the one thing that I always strive for was the homemade look. I didn't want to be Madison Avenue. I wanted it to be homemade because I wanted the employees and the neighborhood to shine. Okay, so that's Barry Levy. He's one of the original owners of Moonoink. And he wanted the neighborhood to shine because he actually seemed to care about the neighborhood. Mm. Barry is a small man with a big smile. He shook my hand as soon as I walked into the door of my studio. He carried this massive box that was almost as big as him. And it was filled with just memories. Wait, no hot links, though. (laughs) No hot links, I know. No wings? (laughs) I honestly was just, like, so amazed by all the memorabilia that I forgot to ask about the food. So maybe that's on me. Oh, man, you gave me... There's so many shirts. Oh, man. That's great. So, what are the significance of these shirts? Did you guys have a softball team? We did. The only time we had a softball team was during company picnics. Oh, yeah? It was a very competitive activity at the picnic. Barry has a real affection when he talks about Moon Oink, his customers, and his employees, who are predominantly from the neighborhood. He's a lifelong South Sider. And hearing him talk about it, you get a sense he thought of them as family. We flew through the box for a bit, but that's not what you're here for. That's right. That's true. That's not what I'm here for. I had one thing and one thing only I wanted to know from Barry. How did he make the blackest commercial I've ever seen? <laughs> yes. Let's get to how the sausage was made. Because it's sausage. Get it? Share, please. Oh, no. Share, please. That's where you part laugh. part of the story, please. <laughs> Turns out, Barry had a lot of help. That makes sense. He produced everything from behind the camera, but much of the creative contribution actually came from his employees, most of whom were from the neighborhood. Like, take those iconic lyrics. They were actually written by a Black woman, Barry's secretary, who was an aspiring poet. Lillian Bassett. My very first secretary, she liked to dabble with poems. So she started a little poem about Wave for Catfish, you know, Tommy likes ribs and chicken wings. Where can I get her mixtape? I know. It is. It's it's pretty fire. And if you look real close, you can actually see Liam Bassett in the commercial. She's one of the women who um, you see standing by the register. She's the one wearing glasses. And it didn't stop there. Another employee helped with the music, giving you that earworm of a hook. Way for catfish! Scream for real! And then, of course, there was the dancing. There was Lindsay that had a dance studio in the neighborhood, and he choreographed what they were going to do. And the people 
who were in the costumes were just as interesting. There were a couple guys that we used. You know, one was a magician part-time. Those pig and cow costumes, Barry told me those cost $10,000. That is so much money. <laughs> that is so much money it really for is, costumes. Though. <laughs> they were custom-made. Wait, they were custom-made? Custom-made. That almost justifies the price. <laughs> <laughs> and they were huge. The cow costume was eight feet tall. Amazing. So after getting the secretary to write the script, employees to make the music, and extras from the neighborhood a star, Barry's first stint directing a commercial was complete. And from its launch, the commercial was a hit. Hit undersells it, in my opinion. <laughs> More like perfection on film. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And it wasn't only the commercial that was a hit. The store was blowing up, too. We got so busy, we hired from people in the crowd waiting for service. <laughs> you want to help us? How'd you like to help us? You know, okay. And I pay them for the day. Would you like to work here? That is actually where we got our workforce. At the end, we had over 400 employees and I would say that 90% of them came from the community. Moen Oink became a big part of the community, and Barry made sure he wasn't just profiting on the neighborhood. He also made a point to put some money back into it. I mean, he donated food to the neighborhood block parties and local street festivals. There was this big parade that happens every year on the South Side around the time kids go back to school. And Moen Oink always gave away food free of charge, to thousands of participants and parade-goers. And, of course, there was no escaping those classic Moon Oink lyrics from the commercial. We made signs up. Wave if you like catfish. Scream if you like ribs. Whistle if you like chicken wings. Clap if, you know. And people would start whistling or clapping or whatever. It was a tremendous uh, response. So obviously, the commercial was a big deal, and it ran for decades, well into the 2000s. And it was the same commercial that was made in 1982. That is wild. That is wild. And then, in 2004, after years of running on local Chicago TV, the commercial got some national love. When Barry entered it into a competitive, creative advertising contest. I mean, there's over a thousand people at the convention, and... They get to the end of the ceremony, giving out the awards, and now they're going to give out the best of show. And, you know, I'm sitting there. I just close my eyes when they they announced the winner. And it was Moon Oink. And wow. Yeah. It must have been so different. Homemade. Because it was homemade. Barry sounds so proud. It's so funny, though, that, like, as amazing as this commercial was, like, you know, that's when it finally gets the respect that it deserves. Right? It was a really nice note to end on because it was just a few years later that Moon Oink closed its doors for good. Wait, so you said that, like, eventually it was owned by a Black family. Yes. So How did that happen? This Black family, the Beavers, they bought the rights to the Moon Oink name and all of Moon Oink's recipes. 
you can still buy the products in stores across the Midwest. But the Moon Oink, as I knew it, the brick-and-mortar store I spent so many Sundays at as a young girl, that Moon Oink was basically over. Pouring out for Moon Oink. Pouring out for Moon Oink. Should we collect money to buy back Moon Oink? You know? A question. <laughs> <laughs> I... I mean, I don't know what the Beavers' intentions are. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I was ready to start Pledge Drive. As an alternative, though, mm. if we don't end up buying Moon Oink, if, if, sure, um, sure, sure. maybe we should become commercial consultants. Yo, <laughs> I have ideas. Because um, yo, that 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 has given me vision. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Coming up after the break, another listener choice. In this one, Brittany and I go shopping. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Is this blueberry? That's blueberry honey. I'm going to try this. Wow. So you guys are digging into these pastries. Yeah. Yes. That we have here today as sort of a peace offering <laughs> for what's about to go down. Okay. Do you guys have any idea why you're in studio? Very little. I know we're supposed to compete, which is why I wore a sports bra today. From Gimlet Media, this is The Nod. I'm senior producer, Sad Abdrahman. Brittany and Eric, welcome to your own studio. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. It's so I mean, nice it's cool. to have me. So today, we're actually going to be sending you on a little scavenger hunt. Yay. I actually I'm like scavenger hunt. I'm with that. So we're sending you on a scavenger hunt today. Okay. Here's the catch. Everything that we want you to do and everything that we want you to get has to come from a Black-owned business. <laughs> this is exciting because, like— I get to do some good and make you fail at something. So like that like that sounds like a perfect day for me. So you guys have been friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too long. Eric, I would assume you're a competitive person. I am I am a very competitive person. <laughs> do you think Brittany's competitive? Brittany is traditionally not very competitive. I'm selectively competitive. Sometimes I actually participate in competition because I know that it bothers Eric so much. I, see. Like, I know that losing is a thing that he has major issues with. So sometimes I don't do it often. Whatever. So sometimes what I, I will I will go along with his competitive nature just so that he doesn't win, just so that he's upset. So for you, it's more it's less about winning and more about Eric losing. Yeah, I'm just excited because I know Eric don't leave the house like that. So I'm really <laughs> <laughs> I'm really curious to see <laughs> if he has the leg up on knowing what any businesses are, let alone black owned businesses. So you think he's not familiar enough? Mm. I'll say two things. I think that. Um, in general, because of we live in a patriarchal society, women tend to buy more shit or have to buy more things and also tend to do a lot of, like, majority of household purchases. So I think that in general, across the board, finally, mm-hmm. I'll, it'll, work to my, it'll work to my advantage. Here's how it's going to work, okay? Okay. We're going to give you a list of items to purchase or of things to do. Mm-hmm. 
You'll have four hours to check off as many things from the list as possible. Okay. Each of you will have a producer with you. Okay. Brittany, we're assigning Kate to you. Okay. Eric, we are assigning James to you. Great. But they cannot help you at all. Okay. They are just there to record and laugh Mm -hmm. at your misadventure. Great. I'm going to give you guys these lists. Mm -hmm. This is Mm -hmm. the first time you're seeing them. Take a look and read off, if you could, the things on the list. There's little check boxes on it. Mm. Take a a selfie at a black-owned bar with the current beer on draft. Uh, With a pair of Air Force One size 9.5 wearing something blue in a black-owned fitting room. Eating a sweet treat from a black-owned bakery exercising in a black-owned fitness spot. So those are all categories of selfies that you need to take. Yeah. Oh, that's like the scavenger. This is good. Okay. Yeah, and, and then, then there hunt. are things that you need to bring back. Eric, can you read what those things are? Sure. We need to bring back a mug, a bag of coffee beans, deodorant, <laughs> Doc McStuffins Huggies. Good choice. Uh, that's a real product? That's a real product. Interesting. Eve wears them every day. Um, all black do-rag. Maybe the only thing we come back with. (laughs) A ticket stub from a black-owned museum or venue. Mm, Interesting. Okay, a bag of hair from a bar of a shop. Nobody's going to let us walk out with their hair. You got to burn that. Um, Shoe polish is the last one. So what is the thing that you think you 100% will be able to come back having bought or done? Oh, the uh, bag of hair from a bar of a shop. You think that one will be very easy? See, the thing Um, that you don't uh, understand is that in a lot of African spiritual traditions, it's actually not good. It's not good luck for other people. It's not good juju mm-hmm. for other people to touch the hair that you cut off your head. Like you're supposed to put it in a bag, save it, and then burn it yourself. I can Hello? guarantee you at, at 90% of the barbershops, <laughs> at least that I have frequented, they are not burning the hair out back. So you think, you think you're going to be like, hey, I know I'm bald and there's no reason for me to be in here. But can I take all y'all's <laughs> hair in a bag and, and take it just back to my office? Yes. You all don't right. think that people will be weirded out by that request? I think they will, but I think ultimately they will comply. Okay. So I'm going to release you at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. You have to be back in studio at 3 p.m. today. Okay. okay. Whoever checks the most off of their list wins. Whoever loses has to read a paragraph of the winner's choosing at the end of this episode. Sounds good. Sounds good. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. I actually know a lot. Are you, I mean, I know you're not allowed to help me, but you, you're not just going to stand there silent all day, right? No, of course. Okay. It's going to be a conversation. All right, good, good, good. All right, Brittany. So you're feeling like no pressure at all. No, I feel lots of pressure. It would be challenging. All right. Uh, all right, I'm going to do some quick searching. I'll have... The internet in front of me. What? What are you doing? Are you Googling things right now? We can use the internet. Um, Wait, really? You, like, you can use a computer and make a map of where you're going to go before you leave? We can use the internet. Wait, is that actually We were told of... we can use the internet. Right. Wait, That's are you serious? We were told we can use the internet. Yeah. It seems really, really weird to sit and, like, use a computer. And then just go out. It seems more like a trip to Costco than like actually any type of scavenger hunt. I kind of thought the whole point of a scavenger hunt is you're supposed to be like, you know, outside. Oh man, of course now the internet is moving slow. What is going on? Yeah. Is that <sighs> I think there are some places on Ocean. I think the best thing for me to do right now would be to go to. 
Bed-Stuy. I'm gonna take the train. We are going to go to the heart of Bed-Stuy. Fulton Street and no Chanel. And you see how my preparation infuriates Brittany so much? <laughs> Just the sight of me making a plan makes her angry. And like, my thing is, why can't you make a plan, you know? I don't know why Eric is confident about the fact that he can get a bag of hair, though. Like, that to me is so weird. Everybody knows that when you cut your hair off, you're not supposed to give it to somebody else. I just don't see why a stranger would be able to walk into a black barber shop and get a bag of hair for free. It just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Actually, oh, that should run for the train. All right, made the train. Things are looking up. Here we are. All right, let's go. Stacy Adams, fine men's shoes and suits. Big and tall. Is this business black on? It's not. All right, great. Thank you. We are approaching Sincerely Tommy. Just buying the coffee beans, not trying anything else. Thank you so much. Have a great day. We're going to go to this crepery. Is this business black on? Nice. Okay, great. Do you all sell coffee beans by any chance, too? Amazing. Okay, so can I get a bag of coffee beans? And I think I'll also do the. Um, Apple cinnamon crepe. All right. What is, this is selfie anyway. There we go. Is this a black owned 99 cent store? Someone told me that it was. Black owned? Oh, like owned by a black person. Oh, like no. Okay. okay, thank you. So I think we might need to go ahead and call Call a taxi, rather. Oh, here we go. Green cab, might get lucky. Let's see. Oh, snap, black man held a cab on the first try. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, nice. How's it going? How you doing? Uh, I think you're gonna go to Notion and make a left. I, I do it, don't worry. Oh, sorry, all right, you got it. You got it, I'm gonna roll with you, I'm gonna chill. I have this fear that like there's gonna get there's gonna come like a cut off like there's gonna be some sort of crazy twist. Do you know what I mean? I can't tell you I anything. Know. I mean it's fine, but I just have a fear that that's what's gonna happen. Gotta say, I knew what was happening today, but I did not wear the right clothes. I'm just wearing oh, no. jeans. What is it? Maybe we should buy you something blue. Maybe a linen dashiki to let the, the wind blow through. You know I love linen. Yeah, here we are, cake boy. Hi, darling. Hello, hello. Hi. Uh, so I'm the co-host of a podcast about black culture called The Nod. Right. And we are doing an episode that is like a scavenger hunt based around uh, black-owned businesses. Yes, 
uh, one of the things that I'm supposed to do that is on my list, I already bought some coffee beans, is I need to eat a sweet treat from a black-owned bakery. Ooh. So here I am. What is the thing that you recommend that I try of everything here? My cakes are good, but if you want something quick and fast, I have cookies. Hmm. <laughs> the cake does look really good. I'm going to try a cookie, though. Could I get a Biggie cookie? Is that Easy E? These are Biggie and Easy That's E cookies. Biggie and Easy E and yes. Tupac. I thought I th- the Tupac one. Can you show me the Tupac one? I, I definitely want to eat the Biggie cookie because, you know, I respect yeah, myself. You're, you're a Biggie over Tupac? Biggie over Tupac, yeah. I mean, like, Tupac is cool. Eric and I have gotten in so many fights about this. Let me take a a bite of this cookie. Ooh, it's nice and soft in the middle. And actually, do you mind if I take a selfie if you're in it in the background? There we go. Pretty good. Black Lady Theater. Boom. Does not look open, but we're going to see. All right, you can pull over. You can pull over. Light. Okay. Hi. Um, I'm wondering, do you all have any tickets available for anything coming up? Anything. It doesn't matter how far out. I just, my goal is I have to buy a ticket from a black owned theater. So we have um, spoken words. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll actually get the, I think I'll get a ticket to spoken word. If you know of anybody that's interested in performing, definitely have them come out as well, too. You know, I know someone, I know a great spoken word artist. Her name is Brittany Luce. Um, she is seriously just like the best spoken word performer I think I've ever really come across. Sure, of and course, of course. Brittany Luce's name down Got for this it. spoken word right night <laughs> where she will be performing. Okay, okay. Some of her awesome, awesome writing. What should I say? Um, I do think that this might be a black owned clothing store. Well, I'll take this hat. What is the lovely establishment that I'm in right now? Miles Culture. Is this business by any chance black owned? It definitely is. Sure. Sweatshirt or the jacket? Powder blue. So this fly ass jacket that I have on right now is like a powder blue camo. Gonna hit hit the knee pose. Let me get a little closer. Boom. How fly is that? It's pretty good. My calves look good in this picture. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, the gate's going up at uh, Jordan Heads, Brooklyn. I don't want to accost the guy who's spraying the windows, getting ready for the store to open. But, like, I might. I don't know if I see any forces. I see a lot of Jordans. But we're going to find out if that's all they have. If that's all they have, then I'm going to cry. Going in. Sorry. Hi. Hi. My name is Brittany. So I am supposed to, as per this list, try on a pair of Air Force One size nine and a half. Do you have any is the first question. Oh, Air Air Force Do you know any other black-owned sneaker stores? That's a good question. That, yeah, yours is the only one that I knew of, and then I looked on Google, and that was the only one I could find. So, yeah. As far as like black-owned businesses in the area, like what trends have you noticed? Are there are there more now than there used to be? Are there fewer now than there used to be? There are more. There are more, but um, it's uh, it's the thing where are they staying? They pop up and they disappear. Why do you think they disappear? Neighborhood support. Period. 
barbershop right across the street. I'm about to hustle across over here. These black men are about to look at me real crazy. How you doing? Uh, so I actually host a, a podcast, uh, and we're going around to black-owned businesses. Uh, and I have, I'm like participating in a scavenger hunt, so I have to do uh, some pretty odd things uh, to make sure that I educate the people about all the great black-owned businesses in Brooklyn. I'm wondering if you all wouldn't mind giving me a bag with just some of the hair that's on the ground. I have to bring back, I can show you this thing. I'm not just like some creepy man uh, rolling up to try to collect black hair. Um, but yeah, I, it says I have to bring back a bag of hair from a black barbershop. Uh, would y'all mind if I swept some of that in a trash bag and, and took it with me? Well, you said no, no dice? No dice. All right, you mind telling me why? That, that's cool? That shit should sound crazy. It is crazy, I agree, but all right, cool. I understand, right. respect. Y'all have a good day. Could I buy a mug? That's one thing that we get. I see a mug. <laughs> All right, so here we are. This is where the supposed black bodega is. It's called the Right Stop. Hi, how are you? Yes, some deodorant. I see you have some speed stick up there. Yeah. You have, have a good day. Good luck on the rest of your scavenger hunt. I gotta beat somebody. I gotta beat my co-host. And he's... Yeah, he's a he's a tough pill to swallow. So oh, I'm okay. trying. I just don't want him to win. I don't care if I win. He can't win. Okay. All right. Have a good day. Bye bye. Uh, apparently, Brittany was here. Uh, did did you sell her deodorant by any chance? You, I'm assuming you guys don't have any. No. Of course. There's just some deodorant right there. Uh, did she tell you not to, to tell me that? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Can I get that deodorant right there? a little sabotage. I'm prepared to do what it takes. All right, so right now we are in urban asana yoga. It's impossible to find out. I don't know how you guys found me. Time. Well, that, I mean, one, it's serendipity. One. Where are you um, from? I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Where are you from? You from here? I'm originally no child. I've been here for 30 years. I'm originally from Ohio, but I went to college in Mississippi, so I just heard that twang, yeah, twang, twang, twang. So you need to do you need to do an exercise. I did a little bit of exercise. I mean, I could do a touch more. Oh, okay. just oh well, keep, keep guide me to like a quick a better pose. Like okay, come baby. All right. Cross your legs. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. I'm, Let me I see. am not flexible. How old are you? I'm 31. Now, what I want you to do is feel your front body lift. And now you feel your front body lift. I want you to take your hands on your thighs. Just like, yep. Now, feel your side body lift. Feel your armpits lift. Yep. Now, as soon as you feel your armpits lift, you're going to feel your shoulder blades kind of go, hey. What's up? Right? Yeah. That's what's up. Now, at the same time, your feet are crossed and your knees are moving towards the earth. So this is a hip opener. So what you're trying to do, a lot of times, what's your baby name? Your two-year-old? Eve all up in these hips. Because Eve, you got stress and it goes here and it goes here. So you're about to just take a couple of breaths and release Eve from your hips. Okay? Lifting up. You're going to inhale through your nose. You're going to open your mouth, slide out. Don't dump. You're going to inhale, 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 all the way to the top of your head. Open your mouth, let it go. Hands in your prayer. Hands in the prayer. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so we, the podcast we host is called The Nod. You should check us out. What's a podcast? I don't a know. Po-
a podcast, so it's like a- It's your phone, Oh, we got- Oh, uh, this is- so This great. is my co-host. Hello? Hello? Hi. All right, so, um, we're gonna add a little twist now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say more. Uh-huh. All right, so, I think that one of the things that would be really interesting to find would be some quinoa. Wait, do I need it? So, like, I have questions. So, do- <laughs> So, we just need a side of quinoa? No, I'm going to need you to get me some raw quinoa so that I can use it for dinner later. Some raw quinoa. All right. Yeah, okay. I don't want it from a restaurant. I want you to go to, a, like, a grocery store, a health food store, and I want you to get me some dry quinoa. Right. And that's what your kids, they just love quinoa. It's their favorite, I bet. <laughs> I also feel like you guys are, like, sounding super relaxed. I think that I need to make the quinoa challenge just a little bit more difficult. Okay. For everything else you guys can carry on as you have been, for the quinoa, I want you to get it from somewhere that is not Brooklyn. What? Ooh, okay, cool. Okay. And I want receipts to prove that you got it from somewhere that is not Brooklyn. I will extend you guys' deadline by 30 minutes because I know that transit can be tricky. I will see you in two hours. Good luck. Bye. I have no idea where we're gonna go for for this quinoa. Things have taken a turn. You know what? I'm not deterred though. I was doing well. You heard where I was. You saw me. You saw me breathing. You know, people know me as a curmudgeon, James. <laughs> and while a part of a part of being curmudgeon Lee, I do enjoy. A part of it I love. But often I will try, I will try to sit in a little bit of positivity, but then something. Something always creeps into my day. Right now, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm about to go try to find some raw quinoa somewhere other than Brooklyn. See? See? <laughs> I just ran to a tree for no reason. Um, okay. So Eric, of course, opens up his mouth like, oh, oh, cooked quinoa? And I'm like, you know that's not what she meant. That's the thing about Eric. Eric always trying to get over on somebody. Always trying to get over on somebody. No, 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 no. I'm like, I know it's not cooked quinoa. You can't have cooked quinoa. Brittany sounded confident, which gives me some pause. In general, that's a thing that unsettles me, but especially in this particular case. I wouldn't be surprised if Eric was doing just fine in this whole competition, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he had created stress and drama for himself and was stressed and struggling as a result. So who knows? The quinoa thing is a trap. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay, what are the things that I want to focus on finding? The fitness spot I do want to find. And the do-rag I really want to find. Who else could I text to ask? John Vaughn. John Vaughn. John is Eric's best friend from high school. Um, Eric made a huge mistake in uh, making us friends. Because all we do is we constantly troll him. <laughs> Hello? Uh, yes. I'm just curious. Do you have, uh, do you sell quinoa? I don't have no quinoa right now. No quinoa? Okay, thank you. Do you know about the one next door? No, I don't. 
No, I don't think so. He's a black owner. Hello? Hi, do you have quinoa? No, we don't have quinoa. No quinoa? Okay, thank you. Would you know where there's a black-owned beauty supply anywhere on Fulton? Do you have any in Brooklyn in general, anywhere in the neighborhood? Shaking your head. Shaking your head, no. Okay. All right. A lot of businesses that black people frequent are not actually owned by black people. Hi, I'm sorry, I have a question, but is your shop black owned? Oh, I don't understand what you're saying. Well, I'm curious. I'm, I'm trying to patronize a black owned business. This is a quick yes or no. Uh, this is a corporation and we have, uh, yes, colored, um, Gotcha. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you, sir. Wow. I'm curious if his his employees know he's referring to them as color. Oh, my God. I'm wondering if it might be smart to just, to be honest, skip the quinoa. It's joy. <laughs> they are having a good time. <laughs> We're doing a scavenger hunt of black-owned businesses. And uh, Peaches is black-owned, right? Partially. Partially black-owned. That counts. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. I'm supposed to get a beer from TAP. So I have Founders, which is an IPA, and I have Shepahapa, which is like a grapefruit shandy. I would take that. Actually, that sounds very refreshing on this It is very refreshing. Great. I just take the 10 back. Leave the rest for tip for whoever went to go get it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, let's take a seat. Yeah, let's see. All right. Could we just sit at the bar? All right, I'm going to sit this beer. It feels well-deserved. It's loud in here. Uh, but more than that, there are moments in life where, like, I could have been caught up in my stress and anxiety over finding this goddamn quinoa. But I'm sitting at Peaches, which is a lovely establishment, and I'm drinking a beer. Come on, get in this with me, Jay. <laughs> All right. Um... I don't know how it takes selfies. Nobody taught me that. Also, this is a bomb song right now. Slept on. Neo Rihanna. I appreciate Neo. You know, his commitment to fedoras. Here we are. We're at Sweet Science. Um, it says quiet, please, in the window. But I realize that's for drunk people at night. That's not for us making this radio. At 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Ooh, they're frosé. I wish I had a frosé. Do y'all have any beer on tap? Um, my favorite is probably the Pacifico. Pacifico, then? Oh, right. So now I have a beer. Mm. I need to take a selfie. Another selfie moment for us, Kate. <laughs> I don't know what my body's going to do. I had, you saw me drinking all that kefir today. You saw me drinking all those probiotics. It's and okay. Beer's beer. fermented. You look really disheartened now. It's like... <laughs> but it's just sad because it's like... It's just kind of sad, man. Yeah, I mean, something definitely happened, though, within the past 10 minutes because we came in here and you're like, all right, cool, this is great. Well, because it's like... It's like... 
yeah, it's like, I don't know, man. It's like just, it's like, okay, yeah, okay, we have this challenge. Cool, cool, cool. That's great. But it's also like, you're just shaking your head. It's just like, you know, it's hard to do this. It's really, 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 really hard to build like a cornerstone black business and keep it open. It's hard to start one and it's hard to keep it open. Um, and on a lot of the things, the types of businesses that I'm used to seeing in, you know, the neighborhoods that I lived in uh, or frequented in my life that are m closely associated with black people, they like, black people don't have it and they don't own any part of that. So, a little sad, man, a little sad. I'm not going to find this quinoa. I've resigned to the fact that I'm not going to find this quinoa. <laughs> Takes another large sip of beer. Fate. Oh, my God. What? What happened? John found me a black-owned beauty supply. He texted me the black-owned beauty supply. This is Eric's best friend. Yeah. Found you a black-owned beauty supply. Yeah. 1709 St. Mark's Ave. It's called Jeffrey Beauty Supply. He called and asked if they had Durex. The guy said, yeah. He said, we're black-owned and we have Durex. Wait, so let me get this right. Eric's best friend just gave you a big one-up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose now, but even if I do lose, the fact that I was able to get a Durex because of John, it makes it all worth it. Black-owned beauty supply, Jeffrey. It is 301. Got here sooner than I anticipated. Do you have black durags? Yes, I do. Can you show me where they are? I'd like to buy one. We're going back to the office. All right, so it says 31 minutes, and it might take 31 minutes, but... If you could possibly get us there sooner than 31 minutes, I would be very appreciative. I'm trying my best. Do, do what you can. That is all I ask. Okay, so we're in the car. We're on the way back. How late are we? Uh, we're going to be a couple of minutes late. We're oh. very close. Oh, crap. But what's she doing? Oh, I can't run. Sarah texted me. She said, you guys almost back. James says, on route now. We have to run. Oh, great. In general, I try not to get into the mind of Brittany Luce. That is not a that is not a a happy place for me. It's a bad place. I'm totally guessing that Eric's already there. Okay, so it's like 324. Yeah. So we basically have six yeah. minutes to get back to the office. We're yeah. not gonna do that. We are not gonna make it. Was it worth it? Yeah. Oh hell yeah, it was worth it. When I come back in with that do-rag from a black-owned beauty supply that's been open for two months that John Vaughn found for me. That's worth it. As far as what I'm what I'm curious about, what I wonder if she's doing, I wonder if she's headed back. And if this is a, a race to the finish. It might be a foot race right now. We don't even know. What if we get like within five blocks and I'm like, you know what? We just need to run. You gonna run with me, James? I, I will run. You gonna I run will with run me? right with you. All right, cool. Hello? Eric? 
Yes. Where are you? I am uh, in a car headed back. What time is it? It's 3.41. Oh, okay. Okay. How's it going? It's going well. It's going about as well as it can be. I should be back in less than five minutes. General, being late is a thing I, I don't do. Uh-huh. Uh, I try not to do. Do you, you think know? Brittany made it back yet? I'm curious. I'm here. You said what? I said I'm here. Oh, okay. Did you get the quinoa? Being late <laughs> is not something that I try to do, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'll just, uh, I'll see you when you get here. But I don't know. I got to leave at six, so hopefully you catch me before I go. All right. See you soon. All right. Bye. 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 Look who just walked in. Hello, Eric. Hi. That mic over there is hot. Oh, it's good to know. I'm so excited. Welcome back. Can I take this chair? So, uh, overall, before we get to the winners and losers, uh-huh. how do you guys think the day went? The day was great. Honestly, I really, I love talking to people. I mean, yeah, I met some really cool people and got to chat a little bit, which was really nice. Brittany? It was fun. It was cool. I feel like I went on an emotional journey because, like, it was like, I really realized how rare it is. It's real. Like, if you look online for black-owned businesses, it's so easy to find them. But an actual, like, store that you go into that's owned by a black person is much, much, much rarer. So it kind of, like, made me a little sad. But also, like, it made me feel really, like, happy and interested um, and excited when I got to talk to black business owners or black business employees. So let's get to the to the thing everybody's waiting for. Yeah. You think that Eric won? Yeah. Brittany? And you think that... I think it's a toss-up. You think it's a toss-up? I absolutely think it's All a right. toss-up. All right. So we sent you out with 14 things to either get or do. Uh-huh. Brittany, you got eight. Eric, you got nine. <laughs> but Eric was late. But mind you, you guys did not... You d- you did not call out what the penalty was for being late before, just for the record. I'll I tell you. Not. I'll tell you what the penalty is. You failed. Okay. All right. Sure. So Brittany wins. No, this no, feels, no, no, was, no, 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 because you both failed. Wait, what? You both lost. I can't lose. Somebody has to win. You guys both lost. Brittany got fewer things. Eric, you were late. I mean, that's. I mean, okay, fine. I mean, you sure. know what's funny <laughs> is that this is satisfying to me. That's all I wanted. All I wanted was for you. To not, to not win. win. I mean, That's it. Whatever. I didn't need to win. That's fine. I mean, wow. this feels like an engineer wow. result. No, I no, just, no. I'm excited no, for everyone Eric, to hear Eric, this. The, the we like. did not. We did not anticipate this. Mm-hmm. We really didn't. Thank you guys so much for going out on this adventure. It was a pleasure. I had fun. It actually was a pleasure. I was very. I was very hot. I was very wet most of the day. If I'm being honest, I wasn't. Um, but it was fun. I talked to some really cool people. But whatever. All right. I, look, I want in spirit. I look forward to. Reading what you guys write for each other. I can't wait. Stick around until the end of the credits to hear what Brittany and Eric force each other to read. Trust me, you are not going to want to miss it. These episodes were produced by me, Sarah Abdurrahman, with Eric Eddings, Brittany Luce, Kate Parkinson Morgan, James T. Green, and Wallace Mack. Thank you to Cher Vincent for her Moon Oink story. We were edited by Emmanuel Berry, Jorge Just, and Annie Rose Strasser. Engineering from Cedric Wilson. Our theme music is by Khalid B. For additional music in the show, check the show notes.
Eric, as one of my best good friends in the whole entire world, best good friends, Lord have mercy, (laughs) you might have noticed that I pick on you a lot. While most people assume that it's because I'm jealous of your immense intellect and norm core swag. <laughs> I don't even need to tell I don't even need to tell people I didn't write this shit. Okay. It's actually because I admire you so much. I will work on trying harder to share my snacks with you and being a better friend. Okay, now you read mine. In a previous episode, it's so formal. That mm-hmm. just shows how you feel about me. Go ahead. In a previous episode, I accused Brittany of selfish behavior of not sharing her cheeses with me. This is untrue. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Brittany is a kind, <laughs> thoughtful, upstanding person who always shares whatever she has with me. Ooh. Okay. Keep going. The fact that I would stay otherwise speaks to my deceptive nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Keep going. My lack of ability to provide my own snacks is a hallmark of my immaturity. Keep going. Wow. So you see how petty you are? Keep going. It comes no, out no, no, no. in the I sauce. Said, I said at the beginning of this challenge, I said I needed to have my name cleared. So go ahead. I'm excited for people to see how sausages are really made. Okay. Okay. Uh, I wish to take this moment to publicly apologize to Brittany You're, for— to you. I appreciate it. For insinuating that her character is any less than Sterling. Mm. It's like, it's copper worse than Sterling. Do you know what? Keep reading. <laughs> Keep reading. The root of all my... <laughs> Keep going. The root of all my suffering and the reasoning for my behavior stems from my deep jealousy. Mm. Keep going. Of her lifestyle and her hair. I'm sorry. I'm so jealous of your hair. True. Oh, my God. Keep going. This is why I wrote such denigrating statements for her to read just now. See, this This shows. It's, it's, I'm going. excited for this. My pain runs just that deep. I'm so sorry for the confusion I've caused. Please hold me up in prayer. Please do hold me up in prayer. Because <laughs> I have to deal with you every day. Keep going. It's the only hope I have left. Mm. 